I saw a sign the other day that said, For sale by owner. Well, who else will be selling it? Everybody out there in internet land, how you doing? I'm Nate Armbruster. This is One Crazy Story, and it's uh, another day, another episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for being here, uh, or being wherever you're at listening. So here we go, another episode. Going to be honest with you, it's uh, the night before I'm posting this, so it's kind of late. And uh, I can't say that I'm unprepared, but I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about, actually. So I went to the Notes app in my phone which I have, uh, I have like three running, three or four running notes that just I've been piling up over the years. And they're just endless of just stupid thoughts. Some of them, you know, kind of interesting. Some of them uh, late night drunken, you know, rants or just (laughs) thoughts that I think are funny uh, in the inebriated state that I'm in. And then uh, I read them the next day and uh, they make no sense at all. So plenty of those uh, types of thoughts, but then some of them are actually, uh, it's almost like writing where I just, I kind of do, I'm going about my day and I think of something funny and I write it down. I don't have a pen, so I put it in the notes app and this shit just piles up. Sometimes I go back and read it just to get it. Like if I'm bummed out or something, I'll just go back and, you know, look, look at this silly shit that I come up with. It it doesn't make any, none of it's really even that good. I mean, I don't know. It's just like half-baked ideas undeveloped jokes just little i don't know sometimes i read this shit and i go why the hell do i do this what if i just gone to school and you know got a real fucking job like because i i can't truly i mean i'm sure anybody would say this but i can't really imagine doing anything else and i've done this so long that it's the only thing i feel even qualified to do doing anything else would be starting over like starting a whole new life you know what i mean like if i want to learn to if i want to go to a trade school learn to be an electrician sure i can do it and sure i'm young and i know realistically it's like you know i have a whole life ahead of me yet but god damn it man like i have no desire to do that i just want to make this thing work you know and that's the most frustrating part is sometimes it's just not you know and that's the kind of part it's just like well, what the fuck do i do and I know people who are like my parents' age who I've been opening for for years. And they're just cornered. They're like, this is all I got, man. I can't I can't quit. I don't even like doing it anymore. And I can't fucking quit because what else am I going to do? It's not like they have a college degree or work experience. That's the other thing. If I wanted to get a day job, like a real day job, right? Like something worth quitting stand-up for financially, like with benefits, good paying gig, uh, brings in some decent money, you know, career position somewhere. What am I going to do? Last 11 years of my life, I've just been driving around being a dipshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you can spin comedy on a resume one of two ways, right? You can go into a job interview and you can tell them like, oh yeah, I've done comedy last, you know, you know, 10, 11 years. And, you know, here's how it's made me, here's how it's made me a, an employable person. Like, uh, I'm good at sales, thinking on my feet. I'm, I'm funny. I'm good at improv. I'm fun to be around. I'm good with other people. I, you know, you can make it, you can dress it up like that, but you know how it reads to anyone in any professional setting is 
well, this guy's just a dipshit. You know, he's just, he, he's just a jokester. Can't take anything serious. You know, like it's, and that's the most annoying part. But all comics, I think, would agree that, like, once you get the bug to do it, you got to do it. You can't not do it. Even if you do quit and, like, get a job and, and raise a family, like, you're still going to want to do it. Maybe you'll do it once in a while, but you still have to do it. It's really, it's like a drug. It truly is. It's weird. But sometimes I wish I just got bitten by another bug, you know? Like, why couldn't I have just been into law? Now that that seems like the most fulfilling or fun environment to work in, it seems very high stress and maybe, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just, you you know, it's not always good situations. You you know, you're work, you're, you're a fucking lawyer. Sometimes you, I mean, sure you can really do good work and like maybe make a positive impact. So if that's what gets you going, but like you're, you're in a court, I don't know. It just seems like toxic to me, but. I know people who are like, yeah, man, ever since I was 12, I, I wanted to be a lawyer. No reason. Just was an interest of mine. So I started reading on it, went to school for it. There's at least a ladder you can climb, uh, like a, do this, get this, do this, get this, do this, get this. You know, that there's like at least a route for you. And you know, you know where you can end up. You know what I mean? And, and not that it's easy, said and done, you know, not that it's promised, but you definitely know you have a path, you have a career path that you can kind of go on and the money's not bad i mean don't get me wrong the student loan debt is is you know another thing but also if you like being a lawyer you could do that shit till the day you die there's plenty of it. and i feel like the older you get the better you get at it kind of like comedy i think it's just more the frustrations of uh trying to make it work is the hardest part you know financially it's easy to get caught up in it. and it's annoying by the way lawyers you ever wonder what it takes for someone to be like, yeah, I want to be a defense lawyer. You ever think of what it would take for someone to be a defense lawyer? Now, I know in a perfect world, every, not every one of them is guilty, but a lot of them probably are. You know what I mean? Like, I think that like in a perfect world, the defense lawyer should be able to defend someone who is innocent uh, and shouldn't be in, you know what I mean? Like, that's like the ideal situation, right? Like this, the, you're doing good work, man. You're keeping this innocent person out of jail. But I feel like in a lot of cases, it's like, no, that guy's probably guilty, right? I was wondering that about like OJ's lawyer. It's like, okay, you have to tell me what exactly happened, right? Because that's how we're going to figure out how to get you the best deal. You're pretty much just negotiating what kind of deal you're going to get. Shit's fascinating to me. I don't know if I would be able to do it, truly. Like if I knew my client killed somebody... If I knew he was like guilty, I'd have to stand up there and like come up with a case. Like, <laughs> Your Honor, no, he's he's innocent. He wasn't even there the night that person died. I don't know if that's how it works in the courtroom, but I have to say that in front of a judge, a jury, and like and just people. And in some cases, like in like OJ's case, you know, it's a national event. Like it was such a big cultural like it's still talked about today, frequently. You know, and also OJ's on Twitter, so that's another thing. Also, by the way, premeditated murder. Is that not the weirdest sounding crime? Like, the weirdest way to say it. Like, yeah. Like, I, I know what they mean. Like, you know, you, you plotted a murder. And I guess that's what they're saying, but premeditated makes it sound so weird. Did you kill that guy? Yeah, but I meditated on it first, you know? Then you have different degrees of murder, like first degree, second degree. 
I'm just glad I could never kill someone. Like sometimes you look at people and I guess it really is depends on the situation. Right. But you know, sometimes I, I just think like, could I, no, I just couldn't. Like, I don't know what I would do. Like a lot of people carry a gun for protection, right? That's their argument is like, it's self-defense. That makes sense. I understand why somebody would want to do that. But I also think like if I, I know myself and like, I know my ability outside of having a gun, you know, like I know my ability unarmed and it's not very good. Like if somebody tried to rob me, they're going to, I, I would lose a fight. You know what I mean? Like if somebody were jumping me or something, I don't know. Luckily it's never happened. So I don't know. But like, I, I would think that I just don't know. I don't know if I would, I don't know how to fight. I, I don't know if I can defend myself. So yeah, sure. Having a gun might sound appealing, but then I think like if I had a gun on me and I were walking down the street and somebody tried to rob me, I know that I'm so incapable of, I'm so not capable of getting to that gun first. Like they would definitely beat me to it and I would end up getting shot with my own gun. I guarantee you that's how that would go down. And I would look like a moron. I would feel like an idiot. Be like, God damn it. I knew I shouldn't have fucking gotten that gun. And then I was thinking like, oh, I could carry a knife. But no, hell no. That would not be even worse. Because the same thing would happen. First of all, that guy would get to the knife before me and stab me to death. And then the on the other hand, if I beat him to it, I don't know if I would have the, uh, I don't know if I would have it in me to stab somebody. Stabbing's a little more like personal, you know, you just gotta, I go, oh, that'd be weird. I don't know if I could do it. I think I would just have to die. You guys ever wonder what crime you would commit if you knew you could get away with it? Like if anything where it's like you knew you'd get away with it and you know, you didn't really, and you got away with it. That's it. You just got away with it happily ever after, right? This is the shit I think about while you guys work. <laughs> I think about it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I, it, it definitely wouldn't be like a violent crime, right? Because even in a perfect world, I don't, there's no, even in a situation where I knew I could get away with it and there'd be no harm would done, not, like my life wouldn't be affected by it. Now, like I wouldn't go to jail. I wouldn't get in trouble. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even see charges, right? murder that's such a waste it's such a waste of that's just too violent oh it's fucked up couldn't imagine taking somebody's life which is a good thing right like don't you love when somebody says, oh i couldn't imagine uh committing murder you know i couldn't imagine murdering somebody yeah you shouldn't be able to because if you could maybe let's uh i don't know see see a therapist or something i think i would just i think it'd just be theft for me like I'd like, you know, rob a bank, but not even, not at like gunpoint or anything like that. Just somehow digitally, like in this scenario, I, I just know how to hack and I just transfer millions into my account and no one ever knows something like that. I think it's, I think it's a safe one, right? Cause who gets, who gets hurt? Banks are insured. They get that money. It's fine. Also fuck the banks. I remember once I went into the bank and the bank teller that I gave all my stuff to, I was talking to her for a minute and for whatever reason, and I realized now in hindsight that I should not have probably said this, but it was in the moment. It just kind of came up, but I remember saying something like, yeah, I was, you know, we we're just small talking. Right. And it came up that, and I'm pretty sure I'm the one that brought it up, but whether or not they had ever been robbed. And I don't know how, I don't know. 
how I said it without sounding like I was about to rob them. But like, who just asks a bank teller on the clock, one that you don't, it's not like I know her personally, just like, hey, you ever been robbed? And she laughed and she was like, well, no, I, I, you know, I, I haven't been, but I was working one day at another bank and this guy came in, handed me a note and I was having a shitty day. I just was stressed out. I was counting down my till and I was getting ready to go and I just, I didn't have time for it. A guy puts a piece of paper, slides it over to me and I don't even look up at him. I don't acknowledge him. I just kind of go, I'm sorry, I'm closed. And she hands him the paperback. She just pushes it back and goes on counting. And so the guy went to the next teller and robbed her. So this woman avoided being robbed. I mean, who knows? I mean, luckily nobody was hurt or anything. And it wasn't like a gunpoint thing or like it wasn't anything like that. But like, could you imagine like finding out like the guy just accepted that? Like he was robbing the bank, handed a note over this, giving the money. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm closed. That's all you have to say if you're getting robbed. Just go, no, I'm closed. I'm sorry. Uh, Next teller. I feel like she really owes that other bank teller lunch or dinner or something. Definitely uh, should take them out or something. I wish I, man, I wish I remember which bank it was at. I would love to go back and and, and ask them more questions. Because I feel like bank teller, I feel like a bank teller probably sees a lot of shit, especially the ones that get, how, how many bank robberies do you think happen that go unreported or like in the media? You know what I mean? Like obviously they're documented if the cops are called, but I mean, how many do we not know about? Fascinated. I got to get to know some bank tellers. I was going to a bank for a while that was like, every time I went in, they'd be like, you know, you can do this at the ATM or with the mobile app. Like, well, what, do you just not want a fucking job? Sure. All right. Thank you. Hey, if you're listening to this, which uh, that'd be weird if you weren't, because uh, you wouldn't hear this, right? I don't know. Uh, if you haven't yet, uh, head over to Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. I'm at One Crazy Story uh, or Nate Comedy. You can follow me on all the social media, uh, see more stuff, see what I'm up to, uh, you know, come see me live, all that good stuff. Um, and subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the goodness that uh, <laughs> that you are currently listening to. Um, there's a lot of cool apps out there, and I'm on all of them. Everything from Luminary, which is a new one that is uh, uh, seems to be trying to become the Netflix of audio, which is kind of interesting. Uh, they have a really good app. It's a really good app, though, and it's really they're doing a really cool thing over there. Uh, you can get it everywhere, though. iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, all the good ones uh, everywhere. Uh, Overcast, all that good stuff. So if you could subscribe, rate, and review, tell your friends. Help me spread the word, the good word. Help me spread the good word of Nate Armbruster, this my, this bullshit, rambly podcast of mine. But I hope you're enjoying it. If you If you're still listening, I think that means it's funny. I hope it is. Um, and I hope to see you at a show someday. Come see me do stand-up. All the information's on my Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, at One Crazy Story, and Nate Comedy. That's it for this edition of One Crazy Story, and I'll talk to you soon.